0: Hey, you're listening to The Riverdale Podcast, the official Archie Comics podcast. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. Hey folks, welcome. This is the official Archie Comics podcast, the Riverdale podcast. We update every Saturday morning and every week we break things up four ways. First up is the book of the week. That's the comic book I read this week. Sometimes it's a new comic book, sometimes it's an old comic book, but it's always an Archie comic book. We move then to the news of the week. That's what happened in the world of Archie in the week since our last podcast then on to new releases that's what came out this past wednesday what will be coming up this coming wednesday and a look at the digital releases of the week and we're going to wrap up this week uh with a listener email um so that's what the show looks like that's what we're doing today so let's jump right into it without further ado let's get into the book of the week All right, folks, this week's Book of the Week is Betty and Veronica Comics Double Digest number 235. This issue has a fantastic cover by Fernando Ruiz, uh, penciled by Fernando Ruiz, inked by Bob Smith with colors by Rosario Pina. Um, I like that Archie has sort of moved away from the gags on covers. Um, As much as I love the gags on, uh, you know, the the sight gags and the jokes and stuff on covers, I'm actually sort of refreshingly really enjoying the uh you know that sort of pin up quality of a lot of the covers lately that they've been um just sort of iconic uh warm kind of friendly images of um i guess of of the uh of the season you know there's been a lot of really pretty summer covers uh i'm looking forward to the fall and the halloween covers but yeah so uh not that i'm opposed to the gags i love when those come around um but it has been really fun to just to uh just to see some uh, pretty images of Archie and Betty and Veronica um, enjoying the summertime and the springtime. There's some great like flowery ones towards the spring. Anyway, (laughs) that's the cover. Um, I like it a lot. Um, I want to talk a lot about the first story in here. Of course, as we know, all of the digests are now leading off with a brand new story, which is a lot of fun. And this one uh, is by the late George Gladier. Um, He apparently left behind a, a whole trove of stories because we've seen a lot of his stuff um, uh, c- come out posthumously, um, which is is really nice. Actually, um, I, I talked a bit when he passed away, I guess a couple years back now, about the fact that uh, you know his his legacy uh, would undoubtedly expand uh, long after um, his passing, and little did I know that there was so much of this uh, backlog of stories that hadn't even been released by him. Um so it's been a real treat to read uh all of these stories as they've come out. Of course George Gladder uh wrote so many stories that I I'm sure almost no one has read all of his past work. Um so when I talked about him I was really referring to you know his his back work and, and going back and reading all of those stories that he had created. Um but uh y- yeah, just not knowing that all of this uh, uh unpublished stuff was going to continue to come out. So Yeah, so it's really lovely um, to, you know, think about and sort of reflect on George's uh, work as we're seeing brand new work from him. Uh, This story uh, has a real classic feel to it. I really like it. It's called A Tale of the Mail. Um, And in this story, uh, uh, Betty uh, finds uh, this sort of like nostalgic um, box of postcards in her attic, and, uh, that her grandfather had written to her grandmother, and she asks Archie to write her postcards, um, he takes a trip with his uncle, um, which we don't even see, really, we don't even see him go on the trip, we just experience the story entirely through, uh, through Betty's eyes, rightfully so, here in, uh, Betty and Veronica Double Digest, um, and so instead of the sort of uh, what she deems to be sort of impersonal text messages and emails and stuff, she asks to be sent postcards. Um, and there's no real trick. There's no real, you know, final turnaround to it. Um, the story is, is uh, there's no story of it like, you know, backfiring and Archie ending up, you know, sending the wrong cards to the wrong people. You know, it's not a, like a big sort of high concept kind of story it's really about um you know how kind and how nice it is to to stop and uh to take some time with these um sort of time-honored traditions of, of handwriting people cards and stuff of course we do get the moment where veronica is insanely jealous that uh, archie has sent her all of those cards and what would a Betty and Veronica story be about with that sort of, uh, without that sort of an internal rivalry between that love triangle? Um, but I like that it's, a, it's just a, a kind, kind of friendly story. It, we got some great guest stars in here, too. Um, from page one, right here on the first page, we get uh, Polly Cooper, um, Betty's sister, who's, of course, grown up and, and living out in the world and a, a journalist. And uh uh Tony Topaz shows up in here. It's great to see Tony because uh, we see her on a lot of covers. I feel like we see her on more covers than we do stories. So it's cool to see her um Tony uh and Nancy makes an appearance here uh Trev oh, here's something I wanted to point out is that uh when Trev shows up, he gets a little editor's box. um Archie mentions him, and then there's a little asterisk. Which leads you down to the editor's box on the bottom of the panel that lets you know that Trev is Valerie's brother um and his first appearance was in archie six thirty one I love editors' boxes um there's something very classic about them um and you know i, I mean they aren't without their nostalgia they aren't without that um, sort of throwback to the comics that I read when I was young. But also, they're super useful. Um, they're really underutilized in comics now. Um, and they're great. Uh, I, 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 There are lots of comic books that I always uh, turned on to and, and things that I knew about because of editor's boxes, for sure. Um, so if you see Trev in a story, you don't know who Trev is, here's an editor's box to tell you who he is and where you can find his first appearance. Awesome. I love that. Um, more of that would be fantastic. Um, so I guess... That's mostly what I wanted to touch on is is that story having a new George Gladier story. Um, I guess I haven't addressed the fact that uh Jeff Schultz drew it. And I love Jeff Schultz. Um and I love his uh really strong adherence to the house style. Um I guess I've talked about that in prior episodes, but I, I feel like um he's really uh huge closest to that original style. I mean, obviously, Fernando Ruiz, uh, Dan Parent, Pat, and Tim Kennedy um, are all interpreting the style in their own way. Um, and you know, I don't need to tell you guys that I love all of their all of their artwork. Um, uh, but there's something there's something equally nice about seeing this story drawn by Jeff Schultz, followed by a story drawn by Dan Parent. Um, and feel a really strong visual continuity between the two. Um, so I love, love that. Um, a few other things I wanted to touch on. There's a really, really beautiful Sabrina story um, on page, uh, I guess page, story page 43, um, entitled To Catch a Thief. Um, again, actually, as I, as I look at it, scripted by George Gladier with pencils by Bill Vagoda. Bill Bogota is, of course, uh, a classic Archie Comics artist. Um, I don't know if I've seen much of his Sabrina work, but, man, is it great. There's a, uh, a panel in the story where uh, Sabrina is working some magic, and she's got all these um, lightning bolts and sparks and stuff around the side of her head. And it looks fantastic. Um, Bill Bogota is a great classic artist. Um, great to see his work here. Um, also a story in here penciled by Doug Crane. Um, I love Doug Crane's work. It's just a little, um, the lines are a little loose, a little wobbly. There's a real, um, a real character to his line that I really, really like. And anytime I find stories that he's drawn of the Archie characters, um, I'm really, really excited about it. Um, also some Dexter Taylor, um, written and illustrated, uh, little Sabrina stories. Um, those are always really fun. And I guess last thing I'll mention are a couple of pinups. I am flipping through to find them now. There are a couple of really, really 90s-looking pinups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's one entitled Volleyball Beauties. Uh, Just a a um, one-page sort of collection of images of Betty and Veronica playing volleyball. We don't have an art credit here. Um, But there's some pretty intricate lines going on. Um, and also uh, some really intricate braiding going on in Betty and Veronica's hair. Um, it, it just, uh, there's a, uh, Veronica's wearing like a, a hat with some panels that are a red and white checkered. Um, it really, really has an intensely 90s feel. I really, really like it. And there's another one, I'm flipping through again, that is uh, uh, rollerblading fashion. This is pretty, I'm fairly certain Dan Carlo drew this. This looks like um, unmistakably Dan Carlo's style. Um, definitely like early 90s uh, Betty and Veronica era for him. Um, and uh, a, a great panel of Veronica having fallen down off of her rollerblades. She's got these big sunglasses, almost like uh, New Archie's size, like just big, big sunglasses. Um, I love that. Um, but I feel like I might be rambling. Um, as I talk about uh, time and time again, uh, Double Digests, go get them. Um, you know, 160 pages of fantastic comics at a very cheap price. Go out and get it. Uh, read some George Gladier stories. Check out some Jeff Schultz art. Uh, enjoy the pinups. Uh, live it up. Go check out this week's Book of the Week, Betty and Veronica, Comics Double Digest number 235. All right, in Archie news this week, Um, I wanted to comment on the passing of Tom Moore, who's a a classic Archie Comics artist, passed away this week at the age of 86, um, and did, uh, as I've read, a lot of work for Archie Comics from the early 50s up through the late 80s, and, uh, I don't have a lot of experience with Tom Moore's work, um. And as I say that, I realize that it's not entirely true Um, and and that the statement is really that I am unaware that I am um, experienced with his work. One thing that I've realized in doing the podcast for as long as I have is that um, so much of Archie Comics' history and so much of comics' history is um, sort of lost in time that uh, uh, while a lot of creators are known and recognized and celebrated um you know years after their work has come out um and maybe even years after their death there are just as many creators who can sort of uh, fall through the cracks especially in a medium such as comics where um artists aren't aren't as credited as they could be um and certainly uh, historically haven't been as credited as they could be um and that's something that you know Archie Comics has rectified In, you know, certainly the last five years, probably the last ten years, Um, obviously all the new stuff coming out is uh, credited as to, you know, right down to the the letters and the inks and the colors. Um, Everybody who worked on that book coming through. Um, But Archie Comics has also done a great job going back to those historical stories um, to the point where when their uh, 70th anniversary came around and they were publishing, uh, republishing stories from the the 40s and the 50s, they were... um, uh going back and and finding all of the information that they could to credit those stories so um but just the same, there was a long period of time in which stories uh were not attributed um to to their creators um so it might just be my my ignorance in not knowing uh tom moore's uh name. And uh, sort of his body of work. Um, But I did see my own sentiments uh, sort of echoed in a lot of the reaction of folks um, not being aware of his stuff. So I think um, I'm going to take some time this week to go back in my collection and see what I've got uh, that he worked on. Um, And I would encourage you guys to do the same. Um, Obviously, his... His... um, his additions to the lore of Archie um are huge. Um If we have not read a story drawn by him, we have certainly read a story that was inspired by something that he drew. Um Someone who's worked on the character for this long, uh, who who had worked on the character for that that long, um, certainly left an indelible mark on that character in um, any, any writer, any artist, any inker, um, you know, any letter any, any person um, who works on, you know, the Riverdale characters, the characters that we love um, has helped in any, in any way um, to push them forward and to keep them relevant and to, to make them the characters that they are today that we love is most certainly owed our respect. Um, so I will say, uh, uh, I want to, you know, of course, pass on my condolences to the families of Tom Moore. Um, I want to, uh, encourage you guys as well, you know, look back, look back through your books, um, uh, find, find a story, uh, drawn by this guy and, uh, and, and read it or, uh, you know, write in and tell me about it. Or if you're very versed in his work and very excited about his stuff, um, please do, Um, Right into the show, get in touch, Uh, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or any of that. Um, I would love to pass your knowledge on to the listeners of this show. All right, folks, new releases, new releases for this past Wednesday, July the 22nd. Uh, Big week, folks. Um, Of course, Archie vs. Predator, number four. The final issue of that series. If you don't have that yet, go out and get it. That has been an absolutely insane series. um, Written by uh, Alex DeCampi. Amazing, amazing pencils by Fernando Ruiz on there. Um, So uh, don't miss out. Get that final part um, out this week. Also out this week, Archie Funhouse Comics Digest number 16. Archie versus Sharknado. It's a very intense <laughs> one-shot out this week. Um really great art by Dan Parent. If you are a fan of Sharknado, and obviously you're a fan of Archie if you're listening to this, you can't miss this. Um uh also, if you have a fan in your life of Sharknado, uh pick this up and and hand it to them. I'm sure that they will be entertained. Um, Also out this week, of course, our Book of the Week, Betty and Veronica Comics, Double Digest number 235, Sonic Universe number 78, the ninth part of the Worlds Unite uh, giant crossover, the Capcom and Sega crossover is getting really, really huge. This is, uh, you know, the ninth of 12 parts, so things are really heating up and getting crazy um really really enjoying this series i think you guys will as well um finally out this past wednesday archie's favorite high school comics trade paperback: a giant collection of stories uh that take place within the walls of riverdale high coming up this coming wednesday july the 29th again another big week um sabrina Number four, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Number four hits this coming Wednesday, of the 29th. Um, every time this book comes out it is a huge event. Uh, n- never, uh, never disappoints. Super, super fun. Um, creepy, uh, b- beautiful art. Great scripts. Great concept. And uh, if you'll recall, number three left us um, on quite a cliffhanger. So I'm really, really excited to get to number four. Also out this coming Wednesday, Sonic Boom, number 10. Um, as you can imagine, this is the 10th part of the Worlds Unite crossover. Um, so uh, jump in and, uh, and, and check this out. It's not too late. It's, uh, you know We're nine issues in, uh, but all those nine issues have come out in the last three months. So uh, you can still head to your shop pick up those issues, or pick them up digitally, catch up, check it out. Um, it's, it's a really, really fun, really, really big concept story. Um, on the digital side of things, your digital release for this week came out just yesterday, World of Archie Wipeout. This is a great summer-themed collection um, full of surfing stories. And similarly, coming out next Friday, the 31st, will be your digital exclusive Betty and Veronica Lifeguards on Duty. So, those are your new releases for this past Wednesday, the 22nd. Your (laughs) new releases for this coming Wednesday, the 29th, as I stumble over my words, and your digital releases from Archie Comics. All right, finally, today, folks, let's read an email. This email came in from Joe. Joe says, Hi Jonathan, I'm wondering, as an Archie expert, can you lay out the differences between the various digests, World of, and Friends, uh, Funhouse, etc.? What makes each digest unique or similar to the others? Also, I have been trying to sort through, and I'm wondering if you have or can offer a definitive list of the cast and characters on each of the Archie number 666 covers. Your expertise is always appreciated. Signed, Joe. Um, Joe, thanks so much for writing in. Um, di- I had to dig <laughs> for all of this. Um, this was, <laughs> this might have been um, since, well, I guess I guess we'll back up a little bit. First of all, um, thank you for considering me an Archie expert. I do not consider myself an Archie expert. I do consider myself a pretty intense enthusiast. But um, <laughs> I guess you can decide on my expertise uh, <laughs> on your own but uh this as it as it was fact a fact based question and not an opinion based question um was one of the tougher email questions i've ever gotten so thank you joe um i had to go through and do a little research to, <laughs> to figure all of this stuff out um so i guess i'll start with the first question which is a little bit more my opinion i guess um of the differences between the digest as you guys may know there are 6 um, Archie Comics Double Digest, Betty and Veronica Comics Double Digest, Betty and Veronica Friends Comics Double Digest, Jughead and Archie Comics Double Digest, Archie's Funhouse Comics Double Digest, and World of Archie Comics Double Digest. And these definitely have more similarities than differences. Um, you know, in, in all of them, you're going to get, uh, Archie, Betty, Veronica, uh, Jughead, Reggie. You know, a Betty and Veronica Digest is certainly not going to be, uh, you know, completely devoid of appearances by Jughead or Archie or any of that stuff. Of course, I would say, um, in general, in my opinion, here we go with opinion-based uh, answers. Um, I would say, uh, uh, you know, Archie's got the stories that are are largely based around Archie himself, and we'll definitely have some of the kind of peripheral characters uh, from Riverdale as well. Um, Betty and Veronica. Um, As we talked about, it has largely Betty and Veronica or um, solo Betty and Veronica stories. we will also feature some Sabrina stories in there. Um, And then when you get into Betty and Veronica Friends, you're going to get a lot of of Betty and Veronica stories, Betty stories, Veronica stories. And then you're going to get into uh, Josie and the Pussycats, um, Lil Jinx, a lot of the strong uh, female characters in uh, the Archie line. Uh, Jughead and Archie Digest. Um, I guess it's, again, pretty straightforward. You're going to get tons of Jughead in here. You'll get some Archie solo stories that also feature Jughead, um, but mostly this is your traditional um, Jughead Digest. Um, I can't get enough of that stuff. Um, Also, there have been a lot of that Wilkin boy stories that have been reprinted in uh, Jughead and Archie Comics Double Digest um, as are sort of that family relation because Bingo Wilkin is Jughead's cousin. So you'll find those in there. Um, Funhouse and World of Archie. um, Here's where it gets a little fuzzy for me. I feel like the the (laughs) Fuzzhead gets a little fuzzy for me because I think the Funhouse Digest, um, when it originally came out, had... um, a lot of the like half page gags that were almost like uh like the daily strips that were in there um I also feel like it would have uh some of the games and puzzles and stuff that uh that had run in older digests that were reprinted and i, I always love those I think those are a lot of fun um I may be misremembering, but I feel like that's that's uh what was going on in the funhouse digest when that launched um world of Archie comics double digest finally um is traditionally uh, a lot of the the peripheral characters. That's where you're going to find, of course, Archie and Betty and Veronica and Jughead and Reggie. Um, You may be more apt to find uh, Dilton stories in there, Moose stories, uh, Chuck stories, things like that. Um, You know, uh, World of Archie Comics Digest is is just that, is sort of exploring the the world of Riverdale and those characters. So uh, in my estimation, my opinion... um, I guess those are uh, the differences that I find uh, between all of the digests. And then into your second question. This is where I had to dig. I totally had to dig in. um, And there are still some characters that I couldn't fully, um, couldn't definitively uh, uh, identify. Now... Which is a little, uh, I'm not going to lie, a little embarrassing. I tried to uh, i tried to go through and name them all, and I was like, oh, I got most of them. So I made a list. I wrote it all down. And uh, I was still a few shy, and I had to go dig around. And even after that, I'm still a few shy of, uh, of, of knowing all of these characters. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, let me start from the top. Um, the basis of Joe's question is um, Archie666 uh came out just a couple months back, the final issue of the traditional numbering of Archie. Um, uh, you know, we talked about that. If you don't have that, go out and get that. That's a fantastic issue. We talked about it here on this show, um, you know, a month or two back. Uh, this issue was commemorated with six covers, um, and each of them featured a number of characters, and each of them featured um, the title across the top, of a past Archie Comics um, uh, uh, compilation or or comic book. Um, There was, of course, uh, Archie uh, Blue Ribbon Comics, which is a traditional uh, old-school MLJ um, uh, comic that's where a lot of the uh, superheroes appeared and stuff. So you had Blue Ribbon Comics, Top-Notch Comics, Pep Comics, Zip Comics, and Jackpot Comics. So it was a fun um, throwback to some of the old titles, um, with, uh, a lot of the modern characters across the front of each book. And these were connecting. So if you got them all, um, you had this one big picture, all, uh, done up and drawn by Dan Parent. Looks fantastic. Um, so if I can lay this out verbally and Joe, I will also send you an email with my findings. Um, I will I will do my best to, to lay these out for you. And I will tell you who I know and who I don't know. Um, and then maybe we can crowdsource a little bit um, for the rest. But um, here we go. I'm looking at one long image of all of these. I'm going to start from the center and work clockwise around um, on. Here we go. Archie has, of course, Archie in the center. Dilton, Cheryl Blossom. Moose, Midge, Valerie, and Vegas the Dog. Blue Ribbon Comics has Betty, Trev, Frankie, Maria, Bridget. Um, I guess that's it. Um, Top Notch Comics um, has Veronica, Harper, Chunk. I, and this is where I'm lost. This cheerleader in the back, I do not know. Her name, um, uh, followed by uh, Vic, Victor there, um, and uh, Veronica's cousin, Marcy. Pep Comics has, of course, Jughead in the center, Hot Dog, Ethel. Um, another person I don't recognize who I'm hoping I really want to be, Archina, um, <laughs> from the uh, the gender swap issue. Um, but probably isn't. I also think it probably isn't uh, January Andrews um from <laughs> the uh, the the Jughead time police comics. um, but I'll leave it there. um also uh shrill, and Sheila Wu. um, thank you, John Trouton, for the reminder of Sheila Wu last week. Moving on to zip comics. there we've got Kevin Keller, Raj, Danny. Um, who I had to look up. He's back in the uh, New Kids Off the Wall storyline. And then uh, we have our two exchange students, I believe. Um, You've got Banny there, um, who is the exchange student from from India. And I don't know the other character's name, unfortunately. Um, And then finally, nailed it on Jackpot Comics, where we've got Reggie in the center, Ginger Lopez, Nancy, Chuck, And Tony Topaz. So um, I did pretty well. Three I was missing. Um, I'm going to throw it out to you guys. I mean, I could probably email Dan Parent and uh, he could uh, settle this quickly. Um, And maybe I'll do that for next episode. But until then, if you know uh, and can name all the names, you are clearly um, more of an expertise, as Joe put it, um, uh, or an expert expert than I am but um, Joe thanks for the email I hope that I could shed some light on your questions Um, I appreciate you listening I appreciate you writing in Um, so if you want to write in just like Joe wrote in you can send an email to Riverdale podcast at yahoo.com you can also call in and leave a voicemail at 573-427-2443 so if you have a question you want to send in a question you want to verbally speak out loud and have heard on the show, that's how you do it. I'd love to hear from you. All right, folks, on the way out today, I want to remind you guys to get in touch, not just by email and by phone, as I mentioned in the prior segment, but uh, go ahead and send a message on Facebook. Uh, Check us out, facebook.com slash Riverdale podcast. Um, On Twitter at twitter.com slash RiverdalePod. I'm always happy to hear your uh, questions, suggestions, comments, and thoughts. You can see me every Tuesday on the Archie Comics YouTube show, Welcome to Riverdale. This week we'll be showing off the uh, variant covers for the week's books, including the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina covers. You don't want to miss that. We'll also have uh, some uh, beautiful unlettered pages from uh, Archie number two, uh, some fantastic Fiona Staples artwork. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Jonathan. I'll see you again next week right here in lovely Riverdale, USA.